Thank you so much for listening. No matter when you are listening, no matter where you are, get comfortable. Get yourself a cup of tea, a glass, or an entire bottle of wine. Maybe smoke a blunt, get under a blanket, grab yourself some popcorn, and enjoy this week's episode of The Slut Show with Elon Moore. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary beings, and any and everyone in between, my name is Elon Moore, and welcome to this live slut show. Due to the current situation in regards to COVID-19, instead of recording on location here in The Slut Show studio in Amsterdam, this episode is an Instagram live stream. Follow at The Slut Show with Elon Moore on Instagram to never miss out on any updates and without further ado, enjoy this week's episode. Joining me today is Tia de Gens. She is a singer-songwriter. She is a bisexual bombshell and she was actually on the very first episode um, of this live show season and the fact that I'm having her back on the show for the second time this season means how much I adore this woman. She's going to be joining me any minute. I'm so excited for this one. Give it up for Tia again. Hi. <laughs> there she is. How are you? How are you today? I'm great. I'm good. I must apologize. It's raining really here. Oh, shit. I'm like an attic. So you might get a bit of background noise, but yeah. It has been raining here for weeks on end. It doesn't stop and it's driving me crazy. It's intense. Oh my god. Um, I'm, I'm so happy to have you on the show before we're gonna get into all the goods. The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. The podcast slash talk show about shit you and I have to deal with on a daily base. About feminism, insecurities, feeling like a bomb-ass bitch, and obviously about loads of sex. Enjoy your weekly dose of empowerment. Your weekly dose of empowerment. What's the most empowering thing you did lately? You know what, I was thinking to myself in the shower that you were going to ask this yeah. question. <laughs> um, I think it would probably be like saying no to someone who you know is toxic for you. Good for you. Yeah. That is great. And what? so hard to do. <laughs> there comes a time where, you know, you've got to put an end to it, you know. Yeah, that's absolutely. The last empowering thing that you did. The last empowering thing that I did. Um, so I was, because obviously I was thinking about this too, because that's always my opening question. And um, the true answer I cannot really share, but um, I've been doing. That <laughs> <laughs> show, come on. But I've been doing some kinky and empowering things. Um, I've been having fun. Um, but that's a story that I'm actually going to be telling on a, one particular episode, because this is kind of a story made for that episode. So... Um. You know, you, you, you guys got to stay tuned for the studio season coming up very soon. Um, the patron edition. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Who knows? Uh, when I first had you on the show, that was the very first episode. And I was, you know, figuring out how everything was working. Uh, it was the very first time I was going live with someone. And I was so, so nervous. You have no idea. It was great, though. You did great. Thank you. I'm very happy to be back a little less nervous and to be talking to you about sex, sex, and more sex. Yes, indeed. What is the sluttiest thing you have done recently? Oh, recently? There hasn't really been anything recently. It depends, because I feel like there's certain things that constitute the word slut, you know? Right. Like, I feel like slutty is in the eye of the beholder. You know, the latest thing I've ever done, well, recently, 
I don't know. The sluttiest thing ever then. Maybe not recently, but... Uh, I fucked someone in a toilet cubicle <laughs> in Jamaica. I had a full jumpsuit on and, like, my head was, like... You know, like, the bottom <laughs> where there's, like, the floor and the floor. My ear was, like, tucked under that. Like, that's how 69, 630, I was going. It was, like, a Jamaican dance called 630. That was me, like... Wow. And I felt, yeah, that was that was a good time. That that is a story. That <laughs> it was like a quickie, like my right. dropped off after the concert. We were like, quick, let's get it in. The person I was in Jamaica with, he was like an old flame. All right, all right. So that was that So is. would you say that that is the weirdest spot you ever had sex then? Yeah, I'm really not into like public Sex. okay interesting um i've kind of like done stuff out away that's probably like the most yeah out there I'm, kind of thing yeah it's not like i'm against public sex but i just feel like i'm a big girl and if we're gonna do something discreetly it's a bit awkward do you know that's what I mean? fair yeah so, that makes sense but yeah so today I shared a couple of stories with like this or that and people could vote. And so it was from the top of my mind, I'd say exhibitionism versus voyeurism. Would you say that in that case, you're more of team voyeurism? Yeah, I think so. I feel like I'm spontane- spontaneous, but I can't fucking speak today. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm spontaneous. But for me, like the intensity doesn't come necessarily from like, the extreme of like how weird can we get it or like how raw can it be it's more so like I don't know I feel like I connect with a person so yeah I feel like people's own pleasure and stuff that's and it may be seen as vanilla in terms of the actual acts but for me I gain like more intensity out of the emotion or the passion within the moment i totally get that what makes what makes it passionate sex besides that connection what has to happen inside of the bedroom in order for that to happen i'm passionate anyway so if you're fucking me it's gonna be passionate like that's just that's who i am but i feel like i don't know there's a lot of things like lighting music the environment i think is very important um i feel like someone knowing who they are and what they want also that kind of like eliminates time do you know what I mean because of course go for those certain points um so yeah I don't know I'm a policy like obviously communication is super important in the bedroom and I feel like knowing yourself also has a lot to do with communicating yeah for sure was there like one moment when you were like okay I'm having this huge epiphany and this is now I realize that this is something I like and that is something I... Did you have a moment like that? Yeah. <laughs> Tell um, me all about it. When I started sleeping with women, like, my whole perception of sex changed, mainly because I kind of learned more about myself. Um, and I kind of, like, came out kind of late. So, like, before I had sex with women, I don't think I'd ever... Maybe once or twice I had an orgasm, like... Oh, wow. Sex with a man, aside from that. And I I lost my virginity quite young. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like women are, like, more in tune in terms of, like, you've both got the same things. And 
you know, I think there's a certain tenderness to a woman that a man doesn't necessarily have. Right. Not, but yeah, that kind of like changed. Totally. I feel like sometimes um, men are very, um, well, they are obviously very, let me penetrate you, but they're also very rough sometimes. And that can be great, but if there is enough of a buildup. And if you started going 100 and you just came from zero, it's not going to be fun if there's, like, you're, you're going to be dry as fuck. It's not going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, and I think there's, like, more conversations about that that are happening now in terms of females' pleasure and, um, you know, consent, communication, safe words, all of that. But, yeah, you're exactly right. Like, I was talking to someone about it the other day. It's like, it is always the guy's not first, and it just gets boring. Do you know what I mean? Like, Totally. And Like, for sure. Definitely not everyone, but it's more common than not, you know? So Absolutely. Yeah. I, I have the exact same experience. So would you say that um, right now, do you come, come easily during sex? Um, it's been a journey. <laughs> Honey, I don't at all. So like, if you don't, that's fine. If you do, teach me great. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, like, I'm, quite, like, I'm quite passionate and I'm like a giver. Like, in any situation with male or female. And I feel like... I just feel like I'm very curious what's coming now. <laughs> I'm trying to be careful what I'm saying. Like I've of never course. openly fully spoke about like sex in this context before. Welcome to the slut show, honey. <laughs> Sorry, repeat the question again for me. Um, I lost it. Uh so do you orgasm easily during sex yeah. right now? So um yeah it's been a battle i recently down so i used to think that i had like problems like that i just couldn't orgasm then obviously i started even with women and then i was like oh shit i can it just takes a, this this and this and then recently so for the last year for the first time in like five years i've started kind of like dating guys again like more consistently okay and it's been the ghetto not gonna lie <laughs> and then and thought again Hit, my pussy's broken like what the fuck so then i downloaded this app called mjoy um e-m-j-o-y and it's basically about like pleasure it's kind of like it's for like beginners intermediate and it kind of talks you through masturbation um there's like little like master classes that you can join and stuff that's and, awesome like write stuff down about like uh there's like a 30 days of pleasure thing that i'm doing so it could be like the smell of coffee or whatever in it and i did this quiz as well so i think i'm kind of like realizing that self-love and like self-awareness is so imperative when it comes to pleasure and desire and yeah so the answer to your question is yeah more so than than before good uh, great I something that's you know i always have a pen near me when i'm doing a live show and i've never used it but now i want to use it but it's not here so i'm gonna i'm gonna write this out and i'm gonna look into this because i'm actually shooting uh the next studio season in a month so i have a month let's get going let Do me it. explore what is the how far into the month are you right now 
What do you mean? Like, are are you on day thirty? Are you on day fifteen? Uh, day one still. Oh, cool, cool. App <laughs> for a while. I just haven't had the time to do any of the challenges. What do you want to get out of it? <laughs> yes, friend. Um, I don't know. Just like I'm single, and like I've yeah, I've kind of had my little COVID things, but I'm not really like seeing anyone seriously or whatever. I'm just floating right now in in mingo land um but yeah i feel like self-love self-care i'm big on self-care in it and i spent a copious amount of money on sex toys in the last good but i might as well use them you know good for you so how many sex toys do you have i don't know <laughs> take us through it <laughs> am i really going for my sex bag oh it? hell yeah I've got a basket. Oh, great. Braided. It's big and it seems full. I'm so here for it. <laughs> Am I really going to go into my sex Do bag? it. I don't think I can. You can name them. Oh. Okay. Let's name them. So I've got a wand. Okay. Now, I was talking to my guy friends last night and I was asking to double up a wand as a massage gun. <laughs> 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 Powerful enough. I was like, it fucking is. Right, so I've got a wand. I think it's an essential. If you're single, you can give yourself little massages, rub some oil. Oil is also the second crucial thing. It's not a toy, but it's like an essential. Oil is great. I love it. And rabbit, another signature. Of course. Although, which I don't know if you can see here, but the, this is like a spark. <laughs> of, um, when I got my dildo, me and my broke up never really like got to use it and then i bought this awesome so is that like uh what, what is it called a, a, a harness to like put it dildo that you put on and then yeah i guess together it's a strap on pretty much okay that makes a strap on but cool black dildo um i've also got like a few vibrators i've got my handcuffs and condoms you know um, great then I bought this. Oh, nice! Oh my God, this will your life, ladies. It's like ninety pound, but on Love Honey, you get forty percent off on your birthday. Fucking invest in this. This will take you to places that you've never been. I know, and like for real, like I don't want to um, tell Love Honey no, it's bad or anything, but get it, <laughs> get a satisfier because, honey, it goes up even higher. Yeah. Well, that's a womanizer, and they make the satisfiers, so... I uh, have both, so... Yeah, for sure. Have you yeah. tried this one? Because, obviously, it's more compact. Have you tried this one laying on your stomach? I have... Mm, I maybe did the first time, I think. Potentially. But KY with lube, anything with lube, that's another thing. I feel like a lot of people really underestimate lube, like... Even if you're just masturbating, like, fuck it, like, just get the lube out. Even if it's, like, calm, it'll always be better with lube, you know? A hundred percent. I talked to a friend of mine about this super recently, and I actually told her, like, have you ever used lube while using a dildo or anything, like a sex toy? And she was like, I don't even have lube. I was like, I'm going to send you some. Don't let your parents open packages. <clears throat> My best mate for, like, Valentine's, Galentine's, a couple of girls, I sent them um a g-spot vibrators 
chocolate and I sent them all like a big well not a big but a bottle of lube KY jelly amazing their marketing's really good as well nice i love it the slot show is currently looking for sponsors so if you know anyone or if you are anyone hit me up we're here for it um <laughs> so would you say that um what is your favorite sex toy out of all these oh, it's hard i like a combo i like like a vibrator like just a little like lipstick one and then like a wand on the clip you know interesting just like simple i barely ever use my dildos like i probably yeah not on myself anyway right yeah same and i think yeah that aspect yeah i don't know it's just like oh it's too much i'd rather someone else do it do you know what I mean? <laughs> you are you have to go you have to you know work for it i'm i'm I, I like sea starring. So I, you know, <laughs> I'm a lazy fuck in the bedroom. I'm going to be real honest. So <laughs> well. um, I recently um, accidentally kicked in my own window with a dildo. Um, oh, God. Please, on the YouTube video, can you put in the <laughs> clip? Oh, my God. Okay, so for those watching on YouTube right now, this is what happened because it was not fucking pretty. It was horrible. It was such a shit show. I, um, so... A friend of mine was over and we were having some drinks. I, full disclosure, I was not drunk. I was not drunk. Maybe it would be better if I would have so that it makes more sense, but I was sober. <laughs> and so the friend of mine, he's a lot older than I am. And so we were talking about sex and, and like how um, uh, we're like 100% platonic friends. And we were talking about how I'm so open about it and how he's learning a lot at being uh, an older man, learning from a younger woman speaking about these things so openly. And so he was like, so do you have sex toys? I was like, oh, honey, do you have a while for me? Let's get to it. Oh and, so, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I'll show you. I'm not going to use it, obviously, but I'll show you because, you know, education is key. So I took him to my bedroom. And so I, I was like, you know, let me show you this really cool feature. I can stick it to a door. And so I went full, like with all the strength in me, right through the door dildo on the other side of that door my hand through it i had to go to the hospital it was a shit show is did you have stitches luckily i did not but <laughs> my um my gp thought i actually had broken my pink because it was so bruised and swollen and blue so i was very happy that eventually i did not break it i just bruised it pretty badly <laughs> <laughs> the name <laughs> sex education though right in the name of sex education <laughs> that's funny because i was thinking that door's glass there's no way she was banging that door like i was not not up that high <laughs> <laughs> i yeah, think people a, a couple of people actually approached me like how do you get up that high i was like i was not banging the door honey a glass door jesus that's hilarious uh, yeah quickly uh, have you got a science fact today have no? I, got a, I don't have a science fact today oh. with with the um with the studio seasons i have the slutty science with one more yeah. <laughs> um which actually this the segment is going to be animated on the next season and i'm so excited for that um but i don't have it in the live shows because i just i yes. don't <laughs> I should have looked up a fact. I didn't, but 
<laughs> what I did learn recently, what like uh, I I knew that, but I did not know it in this this specifically. Um, I I cannot say it exactly correct, but I think it was something like um, in first sex with men, women only have orgasms in ten percent of the time, and when they're having sex for the first time with women. Uh, they have an orgasm 85% of the time. And that difference in percentage mm -hmm. is just confirming everything that we already know. Yeah, it's facts, man. <laughs> and I'm it's... not any shade at men. Like, I love men. I love men. I love dick. But it's... But, yeah, it's facts. Oh, man. Um, what, what would you say is your favorite position with men and then with women? Men. Um, I again feel like it depends on the person, like it depends on what they're working with because then, uh, <laughs> but if I was with men, it would probably be. And I, I'm sorry, it started oh. the thunder started here. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it would have to be doggy or missionary, and then with women. Probably them bent over, I think. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. So would you say that um, you're more dominant with women and more submissive with men? Um, no. I feel like with men, I feel more dominant because I feel like I can manipulate the situation. Like if I want to be dominant and if I don't, then I don't have to um that's great yeah <laughs> um, and then i feel like with women it's more like passionate for me you know um but i somehow always end up being the dominant one but i do like the switch you know but yeah i feel like i'm probably am more dominant generally with both Interesting, interesting. I feel like there is this uh, kind of stereotype that um, women are more submissive with men and more dominant with women. Um, but obviously, it cannot be all women being that because that doesn't, you know, if, yeah, well, uh, great talk, Ellen. Great talk. Oh, Lord. Uh, you know what I mean, anyways, yeah. if you don't hit me up. Um, would you say you have a kink or a fetish? Look at that face. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I feel like I'm a perv. Like, I'll perv on the weirdest things. Like... What kinds? And this, this app, again, MJ, I did the test kind of like desire I'm into this also helped me come to this conclusion as well I feel like it said something like because I have a spontaneous desire I live in imagination a lot so like the, the smallest thing will turn me on like if someone dresses nice that's a turn on for me like there's something about that that will literally make me moist like same <laughs> On, I went out on Saturday to my friend's launch party, Sip and Drip. Ooh, awesome. Um, anyways, there was this MC, and he was like, 
he was spitting bars like it was like a Jamaican rave. You know what I mean? And I was awesome. like, music was obviously we we're outside. And I literally loaded to my bedroom and I was like, I'm moist. Like, and I, I saw him walk in and didn't think twice. But because he was like spitting those bars and like putting on the accent and that, I was just like, oh my God, this is mad. But I feel like, yeah, like nice fingernails on a man. I like, I like, I don't know. I have definitely have a fetish for curvy women, 100%. But I feel like even if I was slim or skinny, I would still have that preference if you can call that a fair a kink um into like i do like a bit but like super soft right um yeah i think that's it what are yours so obviously i got this question asked a million times in like pre-conversations before live streams and stuff but i really feel like i don't have one uh which (laughs) I mean, I'm the host of the slut show, so I would love to have one. Boo, you whore. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Um, But, well, actually, recently, I love that there's hearts coming for the boo, you whore. Thank you all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I uh, do feel like recently I realized that I am into dirty talk, and I am into dirty talk a lot. Like, Nice. I did not realize that I really, really like that because I feel like I don't do this enough when I'm having sex with someone. I haven't had sex in four fucking ever. So, um, but I feel like the <laughs> thus far uh, being the hustle such Um <laughs> But I feel like because I spend so much more time um, having sex with myself and having more of that conversation of what I do like, what I don't like, and wandering off into my own imagination, uh, watching new things online and like trying, uh, for example, audio porn. I tried that for a little while and uh, like audio, like sensual stories. And there's so many different things that you can do. And I feel like because of all those things, I realized how much I'm into uh, dirty talk. And I like being a little dominant if I'm with a woman. So that's... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I guess that's kind of the that's how far the fetish goes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Nah. Drunk sexting. There's nothing like drunk sexting. True. But you know I, mean? like, I was waved this weekend. It was the first time I'd had a drink in like six weeks. Um. Bar like one time, and <laughs> first time I like mashed while. And I was just like, oh, I haven't even got anyone to sext right now. Like, you know, when you're drunk, you're just that little titty, little spung out, like. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, drunk sexting is hard. But no, yeah. it's great. It's fucking great. I love it. I feel like drunk, sometimes I say the things that I wish I would say when I'm sober. Yeah, not sometimes, always. <laughs> To be fair, I probably would say it if I was sober, but I'm definitely, like, say it with chest when I'm drunk, 100%. Right, right. I feel like that's sometimes really important. When I, uh, I remember when I was with my uh, first bed partner, um, at one point I realized that I had never had sex drunk, and I've 
you know, that just had never happened. And so yeah. I, I, I told them like, uh, I would love to have sex drunk. And they were like, okay, so do you have alcohol? And I was like, I do. And so I got drunk because they didn't drink. So, um, I was the only one drunk, but I felt super comfortable. I trusted them completely. So, um, and I feel like when that happened, I got so much more into my sexuality and into what I liked because all those boundaries were gone and all that judgment wasn't there and all that mainly self-judgment wasn't there because I already knew that they were really into me and I, I knew all those things. Um, but when I got drunk, I for the first time could let go of all the things I was insecure of and I really did everything I wanted. <laughs> And that drastically yeah. improved my sex life. Do you remember the first time you had sex drunk? Oh, drunk. Like, really <laughs> drunk. Yeah, no, I do. I do. It was uni times. Uni was, yeah, uni was the, the game changer. Like, I'd had sex before uni, but when I got to uni, it was, like, the messiest, craziest scenarios ever, because obviously you're away from home, innit? Right. Uh, yeah uh, you want me to tell you yeah so I had hell yeah <laughs> so it was with a friend known for a little while and they come to get visit me at uni so I was like okay like let's get a drink pizza whatever back then I didn't really like drink or smoke weed but I decided that that was the night I was going to do both so I did that I had like three spices of dominoes and then I was like feeling a bit what the fuck <laughs> whited then carried on with the night carried on drinking and that was my it was uh, yeah I think that was my first white experience as well it was not great carried on drinking and then it kind of got to the end of the night and like one thing led to another and yeah I just remember that while I was giving him head and I listen I know this is grim but we've all fucking been there, ladies. You ever been so waved, you're giving head, and, like, a bit of vom kind of, like, comes up, and then you've got to suck it back up. I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, um, everyone I know has had this, so... Then I've, like, dropped off the bed, crawled to the loo, gone to the loo to, like, be sick, haven't, and then I'm just like, yeah, we've got to stop now. It was great, but I don't even care about coming. I'm trying to, like, just chill and flex. you got to get out. Um, so, yeah. Out of my place. That get out. Experience. And I just remember the next day thinking, fuck, why did I kick him out? I could do some sex now. Like, nothing hits like sex on a hangover. Do you know what I mean? I don't, actually. I hate oh. hangover sex. Oh. Like, don't touch me if I'm hungover. I feel, I'm smelling, I feel nasty, I feel yeah. sticky. I, I was to, like, recuperate, like, you know, peel yourself from bed. Maybe you might shower, depends on who you're with. Shower, you know, get your thing. But, you know, when you're just chilling on Sunday, you've been out the night before, and you're just like, don't tell me that. Yeah. It does. It does hit, for sure. I uh, mean, my favorite kinds of chill days are the ones that I come five times so i mean yeah yeah see i've actually got a song coming out about being like high hungover and horny <laughs> i love it when is it coming out oh, not anytime soon but it's coming it should i love it i'm so excited already for it it'll be this year 100 percent. but like i don't, don't know when 
as soon as it's out it's gonna be in the description box of the youtube video so for those you know check it <laughs> check it every once in a while and see if it's out <laughs> um so would you um be open to give us some full disclosure about the amount of vet partners you've slept with oh god <laughs> um you can give us an aim if you don't feel with if you're comfortable with the oh. amount I love an amount. <laughs> men is more than women because, like, I've just slept with men for longer over a longer period of time. And it's really hard to find women um, at the moment. So, women, if you're single. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> honey, I'm single. <laughs> um, with the men, it's probably like. 50-ish. Nice. Women, disappointingly, it's probably about, I'd say, less than 10. Oh, wow. Like eight, yeah. Okay. Not by choice, obviously. <laughs> um. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, nah. What <laughs> makes someone good in bed for you? Um, someone who's like open, hundred percent. Like, if I don't think you're open-minded, we won't even get past the drink. To be honest, just in general, anyway. Um, I do like like someone who knows what they like, but also, you know, I don't discriminate. Um, passionate, obviously, is even better, but. Yeah, just someone who's, like, open, who's, like, down for whatever, down to try new things, um, not selfish. Like, yeah, don't fuck with selfish lovers. I spent a long time wasting time, wasting orgasms on selfish lovers. Um, but, yeah. Wasting the orgasms that are not there, you mean. <laughs> yeah, the orgasms that could have been. I told you, I'm an imaginative Oh man. According to MJ. Sponsor Elamore. <laughs> the, the orgasms that could have been. I felt that one. For real. You know, oh, that's the worst, man. When you think you're gonna fuck or maybe you think you're gonna come and then something happens and then you definitely know you're not gonna come. It's just like you hold that L for a couple hours in it. And it's even worse. I like bash one out if it's just not the right time or place. That oh I my god, I can't even. It's so frustrating. <laughs> it's a mad thing. I feel like uh, women not having orgasms is like, I feel like I'm talking about it on the show a lot. But then as soon as I step out of this bubble of sex positive feminism and I speak about women not being able to orgasm, people are like, oh my god, did you really say that? <laughs> Which makes me realize all the more how much of a taboo it really is to discuss um, orgasming or the lack thereof as a, as a woman in the bedroom, no matter if you are uh, gay, straight, bi, anything in between. Um, that doesn't depend because it's an issue. And I feel like as soon as the taboo is going to be a little less, at least, it's going to be easier to also fix that issue. Yeah. I mean, my thoughts on that is it 100% definitely is an issue. Like, I can say that as a bisexual. But I do feel like a lot of women, because of 
like societal constructs and you know what we're told etc they can yeah. that ownership in taking it into their own hands and like masturbating and like exploring their body looking at their vaginas like you'd be surprised how many women like ignore their clit for the first 10 to 20 years of their life do you know what i mean um obviously things are better now in our generation but i know that people like parents generation and even before them really thing like they just fuck and that it wasn't about the woman's pleasure it was like oh this is what i do with my husband do you know what i mean so i do feel like we can take a lot of ownership back on that even if like sex toys isn't your thing you know you can read erotic literature or i don't know like like i was saying about this app i keep talking about this app yeah but it'll say like things that are pleasurable not just with sex but just and then you can then link those moments with sex if that makes sense the smell of coffee is like a, a nice experience for you you can get like a coffee scented candle or do you know what i mean like that's a good one bracing stuff of all the senses um but yeah i mean the orgasm gap is it's a bit peak in it it's a shit shot it, it's mind-blowing honestly still yeah wild what is something that because obviously there's a lot that women can do to take back ownership um in regards to their own sexuality and their own pleasure and their own orgasms and i feel like sex toys are definitely a really good way to explore who you are and um what you like uh sexually and i also think that especially for women who've had um or anyone really who've had bad experiences um, sexually, it can be very, very good to explore those things with something that is not attached to someone because you can still have those um, nice sensations uh, with yourself without having to, you know, need someone to, to pleasure you. You can pleasure yourself. And I think that's a really nice way of um, being able to overcome that trauma as well. Yeah. What do you feel like is something that you wish more men would know about sex? Ooh. I just feel like people in general should have more communication in terms of what does that person like? What don't they like? What's acceptable? What's not acceptable? Like, if you ain't talking before you're fucking, not to say that I've done this every single time I've slept with someone, but if you're into someone and you know that you're gonna go there, even like talking at the beginning, like just in general, or maybe you incorporate in your flirting or whatever, I just think that that's a, a, one of the main things for me, really. Um, I don't want to put it all on men because I've slept with, I've had terrible sex with women, to be honest. The majority not the majority but almost half of the women that I've slept with haven't been great um but yeah I just think that communication um and patience like I don't think there's any particular move or anything like that that I feel like men need to learn I just think it's just a general awareness you know like right the conversations that are happening right now and pay attention to women and what they're saying and and you'll find out do you know what i mean right uh, so yeah i feel like as soon as um 
people find out how open I am about talking about sex on the slut show with guests on the show um, and everything around it, they automatically assume that I'm really good, uh, firstly, in the bedroom, secondly, at communicating in the bedroom, and uh, thirdly, that I am the biggest slut they will ever meet, which is not necessary. Is the connection still here? Yeah, we are. Which is not necessarily the case at all. Uh, on the contrary, I'm horrible at communicating in the bedroom. And I'm learning. It's a process. I'm growing a lot. And I definitely uh, feel like how I am communicatively speaking in the bedroom right now in comparison to a year ago is day and night. Um, but I feel like it's a process of learning for everybody. Yeah. And communication is for everybody and it's necessary in every single situation for sure for sure yeah it doesn't even have to be anything formal even if it's just like a text like i would like to do this i would like to do that yeah well just like i see for me like sex is very important if i'm talking to someone and it's getting to that point where i feel like we're gonna bang and we're flirting and whatever I'll I'll just ask them point blank. What are your turn ons? What are your turn offs? Like I just like to know, innit? So that when it does get down to it, it's like I've done my homework and I can kind of go in with a bit of an advantage. <laughs> right. But, I feel like it's so good. Oh, that's just me. But yeah, just yeah. I think people. So for those listening, what are your turn ons and turn offs? <laughs> <laughs> Do you your know, homework on tea on the gans, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but I pray that my parents don't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> tune, tune out if you made it to this point, parents. Oh, I might have to, like, block some family. Anyway, okay, turn-ons. Um, nipple play, nipple sucking, that's my shit. Um... What else? I'm into like mutual masturbation. Oh, cool. And I just like, <laughs> this is so vulgar, but when a vagina is just like spread out in all its glory, I'm just like, that's my shit. Um, also love erotic art and dirty talk, probably. Um, and anything with like massage oil. Turn offs. Um, anal for me personally it's just not a might occasionally give it to a woman if she's up for it but yeah that's as far as I'll go um, no foreplay is a massive turn off for me right dirty nails oh <laughs> but it's also like it can be like uh, actually, bad for for the puss uh, because it's dirty shit. No, it's not cute. It's not cute at all. Uh, what about you? It's unhygienic as shit. Um, <laughs> clip your nails. Wash your hands. Um, well, no foreplay is definitely a turn off for me. Um, trying to yeah. Well, honestly, like memories of guys trying to get it in while it was dry as fuck like you're not trying to what are you doing just what are you doing it's oh my god there was this one person who actually um was like oh do you need some lube and they literally like shamed me for uh being dry and i was like 
that is on you. We've been here for five minutes. You are you serious right now? No, at least uh, we have the guys like I I've slept with. No no no, he didn't have oh. it though. <laughs> so you teased you a bit. That's dead. It's a, That's I'd just nasty. Like I would, but obviously we've we've not been outside since I've been like fully out here and single. But lube is definitely as as I said earlier an essential. I think I'm gonna start carrying lube around with me wherever I go. You carry it around and like disguise it as sanitizer. <laughs> that is actually a very good one. Oh. Is, oh my god, what a life hack! That show much. <laughs> that is a very good one. I'm gonna actually start doing this. I have We've condoms in every bag. Like now add some. Be open, and we're gonna be out banging. So, got like a year or so. Oh, the country is gonna open again. Let's let's get to it, ladies. Are you like in still in lockdown in Amsterdam? Mm, yeah, we are. We are. We're opening back up though. So uh, gyms have recently opened. Uh, we're allowed to have drinks on the terrace till eight, I believe. I don't. I've never really tested it. To be honest, I'm just waiting until I get to see my faculty for the first time because I have never been in my faculty building. Um, oh on the University of Amsterdam. And I'm actually turning on my last deadline Thursday, which is insane. <laughs> but it's also exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's lit. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. And from Sunday onwards, I'm working on the slideshow full time. So that's going to be awesome. Nice. I got the whole summer to pump some business into it. So um, let's do this thing. So for those listening, if you have guests that you want to see on the new studio season, if you have sponsors that you want me to try and collaborate with, if you have topics you want to see discussed, hit me up right now is the moment to do it. Um, I'm so excited for all this. And I'm definitely gonna, you know, I was talking to some friends of mine saying like, you know, we're opening back up. People are getting vaccinated. The slut show um shootings are coming we're gonna start filming and so i gotta have some stories to tell so you know of course of course i'm gonna have some fun with myself and the people around me <laughs> hopefully i'll be able to make it out that would be so cool i would love to have you in the studio over for sure that'd be awesome we should actually talk about if there's like a possible date within the filming uh if you could make it to the studio that'd be awesome let's do it because i have Le- more <laughs> sorry would you say stories but it's fine we can save that for another episode <clears throat> all right all right what <laughs> are you into period sex um if i love you and we're in a relationship and yeah possibly but I don't know. I like to get, like, down and dirty. Do you know what I mean? Especially with women. So, like, yeah, it's just awkward. It's not... It's just, yeah, just messy, you know? Um, But I have. But I loved her, so... Personally, I don't mind. Let's get it messy. I don't care. I'll change the sheets. Probably wouldn't be so bad, because you just, you know, the precaution... It's just, it gets out of hand. Oh, oh shit, the connection is not good. I'm back. You're back. What'd you say? Sorry. The rain. <laughs> say that again, sorry. What did you say? <laughs> oh, I just said, um, what did I say? Yeah, with men, it's probably not so bad, but with women, nah. Generally, 
But if I love you and I'm horny, then you can get it. <laughs> but I mean, I <laughs> there was a point where I realized that so women have their periods usually um, biological women uh, usually once every four weeks. So a week, then three weeks, not a week, then three weeks, not. So that would mean that for all of my fertile years, I would not be able to have sex um, for 25% of the time. So that would mean that I calculated it at some point. I think it's like 13 years of not having sex and I'm not here for it. I'm just, I'm not not having this... sex for 13 fucking years. <laughs> That's jokes. You know what? I've been on contraception for a minute and I've not had periods. So like, I feel like that's also why I'm so open and why I've had, I wouldn't say I've had the most sex, but I've had a lot of sex. And I think it's because most of the time I've not been on my period. You just get it when you want. Swimming, white trousers, fucking awesome. Fair, fair. I, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, true. I, it, like I said, it's just, yeah. Like to die, it, it gets, it gets techy. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh my God. I remember once um, having... I, okay, so I was on my period. I was in a long distance relationship. I had flown there and I got my period the day I arrived. And I was like, I'm not not having sex. Fuck this shit. I, I'm here now. We're doing this thing. Um, obviously, for months, we have been looking out to that. So, um, and then I got my period. And I, I, I looked at them. I was like, I don't care. We can get it out if you want to. Um, and so at one point, I forgot that I was wearing my diva cup. Mm -hmm. I forgot I had it in and I oh. don't I don't know how but somehow um oh my God. I uh a penis went in while the diva cup was still there and I do not understand how it must have kept it contained then right it did oh. however when I when I went it's not do, do not try this at home <laughs> <laughs> do not do it because when i went to, to the loo i was like like looking and i was like shit i feel something what is this and so i tried try pushing you know because i was like what is in there and then i realized that the diva cup was still in there and i was like shit and so i had to push it all the way i felt like it was up my uterus i had to push it all the way down was love <laughs> it probably was indeed and so i i literally had to like you know, get it out somehow. I said, you know, dig in deep to, um, don't try this at home. I'm just going to say it, say it one more time. Um, and when I got it out, I was so happy that I got it out. So I pulled it out and the whole bathroom was white. And so there was white, white towels on the floor. And so it went, and it just, the whole bathroom was red, bright red. Fandom don't understand what we go through with periods, you know. Like, they actually don't understand how, <laughs> like, I'm sure every single woman has the maddest period story ever, like. This was the second day I was there. He had flatmates. His flatmates were like, what the fuck did this woman of yours do? <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's too mad. That um, TikTok of that similar period simulator where like the guys put it on and they get like period pains and the guys I... are like on the floor and the women put it on 
and they're just like, mm, this is fine. <laughs> this is this is like a chill day. Really, I love those those things. I I'm actually trying to see if I can get a company to loan lend me those and have my biologically male guest put it on and then have me put it on and see what happens. Do it, man. Do it. They need to feel the pain. They do need to feel the pain. But honestly, it's been so hard trying to find um, biological men to have on the show, especially cis heterosexual men. Mm -hmm. They are everywhere, but they are nowhere. Okay, I can I can try and help you in that department. It depends on the questions ahead of time, though. You know, that's that's fair. <laughs> but especially having to shoot like. I still obviously have the COVID regulation that I need to take in, into consideration. So it's yeah. people just in the Netherlands. So obviously that already mm -hmm. limits my options. Then they need to speak English. Then they need to be want to talk about, you know, sex. So yeah. I do have a friend who's in Holland. I don't know if he'll do it, but I can ask. He's in around your area. We'll do talk. so. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Awesome. Um, what? Oh, God, the period story. Yeah, I actually remember having... So I, um, I don't know what I did, but I had to get stitches in my finger. I, I don't know. I probably cut myself somehow accidentally. Um, and so I had gotten stitches and so I went to travel and then I got my period. And so my hand was, you know, um, Oh, is this, which story is this? Oh, another period story. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> and so I was just quickly, I, I thought I would be quickly changing my diva cup and then my whole Listen, Take hand. Sounds mad. It sounds like <laughs> I've seen like advertise them on Instagram. I don't know if I could do it, just because. Yeah, nah. this shit never happens. This, this is these are the only explosion stories I've had, um, <laughs> luckily. But besides that, diva cups or any menstrual cup will change your life. Get them. Watch the uh, period. Um, show i actually did two weeks ago it was so good and it taught me so much it was so interesting seriously Sick. check it out yeah. <laughs> um thank you so much for being on the show with me of course it was very juicy i, I loved it i was a, i was a bit skeptical but i was just like you know what fuck it i always talk about sex with my friends and i'm like known to be that one who's, who's a bit vulgar so yeah Good. Now, so I'll give you the tea, you know? It's out now. You gave me the tea and I love it. Sure. It's so good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you at home for tuning in, obviously. Uh, next week, I will be back, same place, same time. I will be joined by Cassie. Um, everything about her next week. For now, if you like this episode, I am sure you will love season one and two just as much. So head over to youtube.com slash more to watch or listen to Slut Show on your favorite podcast platforms. If you want to support the Slut Show, you can. You can support me on Patreon by buying me a coffee every once a month, which is only four euros. Do it. I need the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> rent is due. Uh, follow the both of us on Instagram at yet again at the Slut Show with Alan Moore. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you at home for streaming. And for now, sluts out. <laughs> sluts out. <laughs>